We are on an episode. I don't remember the number. I'm like 95. 96. Today is 96. If you heard a bunch of bleeps, those are a bunch of names that are going to get bleeped out. <laughs> <laughs> we can just bleep out Talking that whole story. <laughs> standard greetings are like, I don't know, there's like weird greetings. I've been watching a couple of TV shows where they do like the very French thing where they walk up and they do like the kiss on the cheek Le thing on either side. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't we do that? It's an Italian thing too. Yeah, oh well, yeah. I mean, it's very thing. much a European thing. But I'm just like, oh, why don't we do that? Like, why is that a thing that we did not adopt? We're like, here, have my probably... I tried to kiss you today probably... and you slapped me. <laughs> well, it's like, <laughs> why would why would I offer like my probably more German-fested hand to shake? It's not, like, I, I guess I've gotten to the point where I'm so like much afraid of like touching other people and their hands because I know people's hands are gross right like I don't want to shake hands with somebody anymore I just want to be like hi here's my elbow to tap yeah, yeah like, that's a thing that people me. do at uh, like comic con that kind of thing mm-hmm. like uh, uh, so you don't get the cog flu yeah celebrities and influencers are like yeah. nope just you know yeah. bump elbows not even like fist bump just like yeah you can bump my elbow or like a ton of people come up for hugs and they're like nope no hugs because everyone's going to get the con aids. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I've gotten you, to the point where as I'm meeting new people, I'm just like, hey, and like a little shoulder pat, like a little shoulder tap, like like a you're it shoulder tap. Hey, buddy. That's how you doing? It. That's how I greet people now because I'm just like, I don't want to touch your hand. You, and most of the time, like people have like slimy hands because it's summertime and it's I'm afraid hot. of getting warts that's Ooh. where they preside a lot of times you could also just be super waspy and be like darling and walk up and do the kiss yeah I don't I'll know but the it... air next to your face before I'll shake <laughs> your hand <laughs> darling <laughs> okay enough of banter let's get into this well um, do we have an introductory question to introduce ourselves <gasps> we do what color panties are you wearing how is that an introductory question I don't know that is, I thought you were going to save that for the end. Oh, am I saving that for the end? Okay, yeah. I can do that. Do we have an introductory question related to the topic as we normally do? <gasps> have you ever been mugged? Have you ever been mugged? That is a good question. I am Chris, and no, I've never been mugged, but my mom has been mugged <gasps> in New York City. Oh, Which I'm like, that's part of like the experience. Like, that's why you go. You go, yes. to, you go to see Times Square... You go to see all the celebrities just trying to get by like everyone else is, and you go to get mugged. Oh. Why else do you... Oh, you also go to say, I'm walking here! I thought you also... Every time you cross the street. <laughs> I thought you... What else do you go to New York for? The hot, smelly garbage. The aroma that... They're not on strike. No, but like, you... What? They were on strike a few months, or a few years ago. The garbage? Yeah. But sometimes in the Men, summertime, yeah. it's supposed to just be Women hot people? and smelly... The, gar- the garbage like fellows. The garbage fellows. I'm Mary. Mm-hmm. I've not been mugged as in a typical walking down the street, but my entire house has been robbed. <gasps> while you were gone or while you were there? Uh, while I was on vacation that no one knew about. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Somebody the was sticky watching. bandits? It was. The wet bandits? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, hmm? 
Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh, I see. They robbed. I've seen it maybe once. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. Home Alone Two was the one I watched all the time. Yeah, that was a good one. Well, um, I'm Dana, and I have been mugged once before. I was traveling by myself to a Wait, academic. Wait, hold on. Before you continue, I just want to be sure you weren't mean mugged, right? Someone wasn't just like mugging no. you from across the park. No. Well, I was going to tell you my story, and then you rudely interrupted. That's why I wanted um, to ask before. I no, wanted to get my joke in before you explained that my joke wouldn't make any sense anymore. This is this was not a case. Well, it was rather rude mugging. Let's call it rude mugging. Um, but I was in New Orleans, right? And I had my backpack on because I was just all by my onesie. Like, I was on my own there for a conference. And I thought, oh, well, in the daytime, it should be pretty safe. And uh, wandered away a little bit from uh, the touristy areas. And somebody tried to grab my backpack and ripped one shoulder off. And then, like, I was able to, like, turn around Did and be like... shoulder off? No, no, the shoulder of the of the backpack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shoulder strap. The shoulder strap. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and I turned around and I started cursing every curse word I knew, and then this was a very rude mugging. Yeah, it was a very rude mugging on my part. Why, um, yeah. Why can't? Did you, you get your backpack back? I did. I did. Um. Some stuff like fell out of it because it ripped. Yeah. Anyways, and then the guy like took off, and I was just like, "Don't come back." And that was that was about <laughs> it. Actually, and then I went around the corner and like made sure everything was fine, and then I like cried because I was like, that was really scary. So, anyways, that's what I get for traveling by myself. I do have a friend whose house was, whose apartment was uh, burgled while he was in uh, his room. Wow. Uh, Yeah, his uh, roommates had left the door unlocked, and he thought it was just one of his roommates coming in and making a bunch of noise, and he was just trying to go to sleep. And like he had his door locked, and like, oh my god, yeah, they they didn't try coming into his room, but yeah, like when um, <laughs> bet he was in for a rude awakening, literally. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> when he walked out and was like, "Oh, stuff is gone." Cool. That's unfortunate. Glad I got roommates that know how to lock the door. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a scary. It's kind of a scary topic, um, and of course. Today's topic is actually talking about people who were kind of turned on by the thought of being robbed or mugged. Um, it's it's for some people it's kind of um, a little bit of a kink. Maybe it's a role playing thing that they like to try, or they actually might get turned on by the thought of it happening for real. Yeah, there's. I mean, there, it's very common uh, uh, term uh, is a fear boner. A fear boner. Fear boner. It's a very common term. So you guys look at me like you've never heard this before. I've never heard of a fear boner. It is very popular in popular media. Okay, okay. Pop culture fear boners been talked about all the time. So is this, like, exclusive to those who can get boners? Like, you watch a scary movie and maybe that's it? Maybe that's why we're both like, hmm, that's it. Do people get, get well, I'm sure they do, get turned on by scary movies? Well, yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, that's the whole point of them. Oh, get, get the heart racing. Yeah, I just that, scream a lot. Well, no, that is... <laughs> literally, scary movies have been shown that, like, your body reacts the same way to scary movies as it does to uh, physical attraction, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of people do uh, mix up, like... Not mix up, but a lot of people enjoy these kind of kinks because it your body elicits the same kind of reaction. And so uh, a lot of people who go on, like, dates to, like, scary movies, it's like... Oh, I'm my body's eliciting the same kind of reaction that it it does if I'm like falling in love and that kind of thing. And 
oh, it's with this person, and, you know, that's... They're obviously not thinking that. That's nice. I would have thought it has to do with, like, scary movies reminding you of your mortality and how short life is, and you better get it on while the getting's good. But that's just me. Yeah, no, (laughs) I'm surprised neither of you have heard of that. It's a very popular thing, like, in media is, like... Oh my god, she was like, like freaking me out, but it was hot. Like the, yeah, okay. She's like scaring me, but I was like kind of into it. I, okay. That makes sense. Like, my, my dick was raging. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid for my life, but I was hard as hell. All right. So yeah, I think there is a, there probably is a female version. Like yeah. A, yeah, a fierce sploosh. A fierce sploosh. <laughs> It's now you guys are looking like you've okay. never heard the term sploosh. No, 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 no. But but so like, sploosh is not an aesthetically a t- pleasing word. No, but we use it on here all the time. I know. It's, it's, should have, Chris had an entire episode where he was basically going through a bunch of awful Quim. words. Yeah. Yeah. Quim? Quim. I don't know that one. Quim is a term for uh, the uh, female lubrication. So, <laughs> squalene. Yes, squalene. Squalene. The literal term for it. Yeah. Which is why I love tomatoes. So, I and have... shark livers. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, Sploosh, I believe, was created by Archer, where uh, oh, some yeah. of the girls on the show, whenever they'd see, like, a hot guy would be like, Sploosh. Yeah. Like, vocalized. Like, yeah. Um, it does kind of... I don't know. I find it really interesting that danger, being put in danger, um, could actually kind of elicit that sort of an effect. Of course, we've talked about it in context um, of like people putting themselves, like their in their bodies in danger, um, like you know, being in dangerous situations where there's like an armed person or um, somebody that might end up killing them. Yeah, auto um, or assassinophilia. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of of, our early episodes. Yeah. One of our earlier episodes. So it's interesting to see that that same kind of, okay, just the, just the tiniest little spice dash of danger, or in some cases, I guess, larger, uh, dash uh, of, of danger. Um, but it's interesting that that can kind of elicit this response, um, especially in the psyche and in, you know, whatever kind of sexy time triggers there are. Um, I know for me. I, whenever I was younger, I was just like a budding teen. I had a lot of like, oh, somebody's gonna kidnap me. And, you know, like that kind of was a big turn on. Like, kidnapping was a big turn on. Really? Yeah. She watched Taken as like, oh God, like, I'm too ashamed to watch porn, but Taken all day. Yeah, no. um, You just, you're waiting for the phone call from your dad. I have a very particular child. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I mean, like, all through high school, I was like, oh, man, it would be kind of cool to, like, get kidnapped. And that would be such a turn on to be like, oh, that'd be fun. And I don't know why. Like, I realized that's not like a logical thinking pattern. But for some reason, it was a big turn on. For I me. can see that. I mean, a lot of sex is not logical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to throw out the R word to call it that because it's not consensual non-consent yeah yeah oh that but it's more like for me the no not that r worker (laughs) i was like that's very rude to call i think think probably the same age Mm -hmm. i was really into this whole being taken advantage of fantasy okay of just like oh no i can't do anything about this Mm -hmm. and 
like I would never actually want it to happen, but it's kind of neat to like yes. put your mind, yourself in the mind space or the head space of like, oh, somebody's like going to come and they're going to take me against my will. And I'm going to be like, I don't want to, I don't want to say like damsel in distress, but like, I don't know. It'd be kind of, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I yeah. think that it has to deal with like the Disney character upbringing. Weird. And like, you yeah, know, that would make sense. Cause then it, it even leads to like, Oh, maybe a Prince Charming type will come and yeah, and save me and from this evil me. monster. But in the meantime, I'll get to have a lot of really great. Or scary that's sense. more of a Princess Peach Bowser scenario. Maybe, yes. maybe it yeah. could be a uh, Beauty and the Beast scenario where it's like, I mean, he's just misunderstood. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you are the easiest person <laughs> to like. You're most susceptible to Stockholm syndrome because yeah. you want it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> It was just really interesting, and I can remember, like, fantasizing about that, and like, oh, wouldn't that be so cool? Like, and then, like, thinking about, like, writing a erotic novel about it or something, and being wow. like, but I don't know what that's I mean, like. But that's, so many erotic novels are based yeah. around, like, being taken by, like, the the savage. And or a vampire. The pirate. The whole, oh, he, oh. People loved Cal Drogo. Yeah. Cal Drogo yes. is a rapist and a sexist. Come in, that's the artwork. Anytime, but yes, that's what he was. Mm-hmm. He was a terrible human being, terrible, terrible person. But boy, did he look nice doing it! <laughs> even, even people who were fans of the book ravaged before, me. I live right here. Yeah. <laughs> even people, Hi. Like he is. I think he's a little better in the books than he was presented in the TV show. I agree because they do. It is made a point of in the books that. He, uh, outside of the wedding night, like he, he lets her lead everything. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's not true. He he does make her every night, but at one point she's like, "I'm gonna take control." And in the show, they m- make it a little darker. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the opposite. I think I think the wedding night scene in the show was presented more as a rape scenario. Yes. In the book, it was not. Yeah. That's about as far as I got in the books, and I was like, hmm, he's, that he's, wasn't like it was in the show. He's much more patient with her in the books. Yeah. And in the show, it, it, it's a little bit there, but it's not as much in the books. And he is a terrible human being. All right, nerds, let's get back on to robbery. Yeah. <laughs> but to, uh, uh, to address the, uh, the R word in the room, uh, at some point, I do want to do an episode on, I'm going to say the word rape fantasy. Because, Consensual non-consent. Yes. Because uh, there have been studies that indicate that upwards of 62% of women have indulged in those. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it is extremely common to the point that it's majority. Yeah. So yep. I do want to do an it's episode just, on that. It's not uncommon. Yeah. I think we can, except for we'll just have to approach it very carefully. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of... Like like this, it kind of like gets at like the primal like urges of the body, where it's like big strong man like. And I think probably a huge difference between that is with this one. And how are we going to attempt to say it? Go ahead. Mm. Chromastistophilia. This is why we bring guests on. Chromastistophilia. Chromastistophilia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we bring guests on to point and laugh at them as they try to say. <laughs> <laughs> Which Chromastistophilia. Basically, simple etymology breaks down to robbery or mugging fetish. Yeah, Not to be confused with klep- 
Kleptolagnia. Kleptolagnia. Lagnia. Yes, which is uh, the in or the reverse or yes. inverse. Being which turned is on by breaking and entering or theft. Doing the action rather than being the receiver of the action. Yeah. So rather than being the robber, we're talking today about being the robbie. Yes. And when I first started kind of looking into this, I was thinking it was more like, oh, you're robbing me and taking advantage of me sexually. Right. But then the more I looked into it, it's not about sex or, oh, you're taking my things and taking me. Yeah. It's, no, I'm just losing possessions or losing out fiscally to you. It's it's I mean, not it, about... It can lead to the It can lead part. to that, but this main specific is, yeah. is, yeah. Where's your wallet? It's like a... It's stash a, some up there. <laughs> stash somewhere really, really... It, it's kind of has to find it. It relates a lot to, like, femdom in that sense. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um... I know you've mentioned robbing. The other ones were being conned, mm-hmm. being cheated out of money, blackmailed is even a part of this. Right. And I mean, that, that's pretty hot. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> being blackmailed and doing something sexual is pretty hot. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Okay. You just outsmarted me out of my own money. Okay, I'm a little turned on. Yeah. All right. No, no, All no. Right. Right. Just being blackmailed. <laughs> you do this or else. Yeah. Oh man. Well, um get down on your knees and I think I mean, and give me five hundred dollars. <laughs> that's a good point. That's like, extortion. To what I'm extent <laughs> to what extent should someone be um like if this is something that they know turns them on, like being mugged or being it's almost it's it's talking about like violation as well, because it's like, okay. You know, you're walking around and you have your things and you're kind of like, I don't know, probably under the illusion that you are safe until somebody violates your personal space and tries to steal your things. So it's probably playing on a little bit of that as well. Um, This notion of like, um, uh, I don't know, spatial awareness, personal awareness. Um, Your safety is being... Yeah. A lot of times whenever people have been mugged or, or robbed, um, they become very aware and like, um, hyper yeah. aware yeah, hyper of aware everything. Of their surroundings, <laughs> knowing where exits are, yeah. um, keeping things very close on their person. Um, it, I mean, this can result in like PTSD. People have some serious trauma after events like this. Well, um, especially also, if it was an armed robbery or armed burglary. I could also see that as something that they're seeking. Mm-hmm. Like, that uh, that feeling of just like being aware of everything is mm-hmm. just like could be something that some someone seeks out. Yeah, um, like a like a heightened alertness mm-hmm. of things. Um, but it's it's interesting to think about this, and also I you know in the research that we were able to find this week, there was not as much information um, as there usually is on a lot of the kinks and fetishes that we talk about. Um, which is unfortunate because this is actually a really interesting one. So I wish that there was more information available um, on this, but it does kind of lead us to think about some of the other ones that are similar to this. Um, yeah, this is know. edge play, which fits in with, you know, like the the rape fantasies and or the consensual non-consent, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess is a term that we should use instead. Yes, uh, it is. <laughs> consensual non-consent. Yes. Uh, and 
you know, like stuff like uh, auto erotic... assassinophilia. Isn't that okay? Uh, uh, erotic asphyxiation. That's what I was gonna say. And just... blood play and that kind of thing. Anything. A- anything that can take you to the brink of life and death. Mm-hmm. But this one, as opposed to uh, a lot of those, like the blood play and erotic asphyxiation, is a mental kink not a physical one right so this is more along the lines of the uh consensual non-consent in that right. it is a role play it is something that is you're you're being turned on by the thoughts not the physical exactly yeah. which i think would also kind of like putting it put it in in line with like auto assassinophilia because yeah. like you're doing it it's being done to you by a stranger um that you probably don't know um and you're there for the headspace so the danger aspect of i'm being turned on by the fact that i may or may not be killed like this you know in this particular fetish it's like i'm being turned on by the fact that somebody is threatening me so that they can take away my things or take away my property or you know whatever um, putting me in a dangerous situation and that's the the mental headspace that kind of is the turn on right the impetus for for being turned on yeah. Yeah. and I'm, I'm sure since there was such a lack of sources you guys saw this as well but the emotions that's kind of tied to it is the frustration annoyance rage which to me was kind of you'd think that the other side would be getting out the rage but you can have rage on both sides yeah uh, fear or even submission all associated with like like I said before losing their money or losing a possession or mm-hmm. whatever so that's kind of where they're drawing the sexuality from is a connection to those emotions that are associated with that yeah which totally makes sense because I mean if you think about it anytime you ever hear from anybody like what you're supposed to do when being mugged is just let them have it let them do what yes. they need to do take what they want don't fight back because then you can get hurt and so it's like oh, basically. Oh, I took that as different. Let them have it, like punch them in the jaw. Oh, so I was wrong about that. <laughs> I mean, I I mean you could. And I think maybe for guys. I just maybe I just it's heard it. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I'm thinking maybe for guys it no. might be a little bit different <laughs> to fight back and be like, no. Pretty um, sure it's not. I'm pretty sure I've seen a movie a few times called Batman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ends with them trying to fight back and doesn't end well. Yeah. Well, typically you're supposed to just like let them take whatever they're gonna take off of you, and then you can get out of there, and you'll be okay. And I just stuff heard is an, replaceable. Yes, and I just heard another, uh, I guess, technique in dealing with more assault type things, but Challenge just into a duel. Well, in a very strange way, though, like just start screaming the most absurd things you can think about doing to them. Uh-huh. Like I'm gonna chop off all your fingers and stuff them in a squirrel and throw it down <laughs> your face, or it's just something just completely ridiculous that throws them off guard. Of like, you're gonna do what? Yeah. And I've I've, I've always heard this advice for uh, for guys that if uh, you're in like a fight, there's always an easy way to get out of the fight, uh-huh. and that's to get naked. So I feel like that's a very like very good way to get out of being mugged is that you're just like I'm it, naked now. Yeah, you you just get Pull like naked how man? much how much do you want? How much do you want, huh? Uh, you want my boxers too? Uh, just like <laughs> so doing like a strip tease for him. And like, you're like uh, uh this is not what I want, man. It's like, oh, uh, it's not. Uh, just give me your wallet. I decide. Mm. Yeah, you want my wallet? If I, mm. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have get to it dig for it. Right here. Mm. <laughs> Dude, 
dude. No. Oh, this is. Oh, this is so. Mm, uh. I'm no longer afraid of being robbed. <laughs> the only thing maybe I, can I think don't of. think that would work for uh, for uh, our lady listeners, but maybe for guys, if you don't yeah. want to get robbed. Try acting like it's the hottest thing in the world. Also, <laughs> let them I know also, it turns you on. <laughs> I've also heard that that works for bullies. <laughs> if, you, if you're young and you're being bullied, act like it turns you on. There you go. There you go. Make everybody uncomfortable. Yeah. That's the power right there. Um, uh, you might get bullied even more, or you might be completely ostracized. But you and they'll leave you alone. Yeah. But you're going to find at least one friend that's kind of into it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, the only thing I could think of, and I kind of wish I had known this whenever I was in New Orleans and that happened, I really wish I would have turned around and been like, my pet tarantula's in there! Like, or something oh, like so that. Crazy. They'd be like, oh, crap, I don't want this bag after all. There's a freaking huge spider in there. I don't know. Come up with something ridiculous. That's my collection of coral snakes! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, something really dumb. I feel like, oh, yeah. You're going to open that and you're going to get a spider to the face. I don't know. I'm just mean like that. I would hope Unbeknownst to you, he was an entomologist. <laughs> Jackpot. That's exactly what I was looking for in the right stealing ologist. people's backpacks. Entomologist? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. For spider? Oh, because that would be insects. Arachnologist. Uh, yeah, sure. That's I don't know if that is the right one, because doesn't entomologist use uh, Greek roots? No, that's etymologist. But don't they use uh, different... Entomologist is, is insects. insects. But doesn't that use a different root than... The insect one? Uh, you're con- I think you mean at E-T-Y versus E-N-T. Anyway, we can just continue. Yeah. Oh, etymology. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, now I'm like completely brain farted. I think it's time that we take a little bit of a break. Good idea. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Break, 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 break. Hello, friends. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Have you ever wondered if Jenny's head really did fall off when they were moved to the Green Ribbon? Or if aliens are hiding in the tails of comets waiting to take us away? Or if there's any scientific basis to the Ouija board? Well, then don't risk your search history and join us each Thursday as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. For links to where you can stream episodes and see blog posts on the subjects we cover, head over to our website, theladiesestrange.com. Keep it strange, lovelies. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna. We just got back from a quick break where we. It was very, very quick. It was a. For listeners, it was also less than a second as it was for us. That's why I said also. Less than a second. They listened to an entire advertisement. Yeah, we didn't. Hey, thanks for listening to that advertisement. I know how sucky that can be, but you know what? It helps us out. So thank you, you for listening to that. Are you going to do another ad right now? No. Okay, you had your ad voice on. I have an ad voice? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. So do I. 
Mine usually starts with, hey, Chris. Hey, I have a question. What's that? Is this fetish only for rich people? <gasps> Is it only for rich people? So, oh, are you coming from the standpoint of like, you have to have something worth stealing or look like you're somebody that has something worth stealing to steal it? Yes. I don't know. That's a good question. Because I think, I feel like none of us, as discussed during the break, mm-hmm. make a ton of money. Right. So we can understand the robbing and the surprise of it. But when I was researching it, I know we've talked a lot about the robbing and whatnot. Um, and Chris, you you call them a FinDom? Financial dominant? Yeah, FinDom is uh, FinDom. the uh, Have you guys part. done an episode on that? No. Not yet, no. I so, think we touched on it briefly on a previous episode. Okay, yeah. so in my research of this, one thing that I came across was that that is in a way part of this fetish of someone's kind of spinning your money for you or guilting you into yeah. oh you want to you know you want to buy me this nice purse no honey i don't have that money no i'm going to tease it out of you like yeah. i no you're not going to well, get fucked until sorry yeah until i oh, yeah you can't say fucked on the show no can you I can not? definitely say fucked no okay. you can it's very it's i'm not going to get on my knees for you until you buy me this purse oh no she's blackmailed me into spending all this money on her uh-huh. and that's hot and that and yeah, <laughs> you know. No, femdom is actually something different. Yeah. So, but but femdom is giving your finances completely over to someone else. Okay, and that they have complete and control. utter control of your finances. Mm-hmm. If anyone needs one of those, hi, I'm Mary. <laughs> hi, I'm Mary. Yeah, we'll get you in touch with me. Hi, I'm Mary. At hashtag. Wait, no, not a hashtag. At Hi, I'm Mary on Facebook <laughs> and at Hi, I'm Mary on Twitter. I'll be making those Twitter accounts shortly after this episode. Now, if you need somebody to, like, swindle you out of some money, we have Mary here. Yeah. But I would do it responsibly. Yeah. Only, only to the... Alternatively. Only, only for your satisfaction. Right? Only for your satisfaction. <laughs> you could also... Just give your money to the podcast. No, no. We do have a donation link somewhere. It exists somewhere. I don't know where. It's part of our podcast host. I'll let you buy all my very expensive bras. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Anyways. So anyways, but this is related to it in the fact that they feel like they're being swindled out of their money. So not so much here's control of all of my finances, but swindle me out of my money. Mm-hmm. So I think... For your gain. I think femdom is slightly different in that part of it is that you see how they're spending. Yes. I can't say for sure because we didn't research it for I'm this. I'm not sure that that's the topic we're trying to get at. Not today. at all. No, that's why I'm saying, okay. that's how, why I'm saying how it is dis- distinct okay. Distinguish between from this. Yeah, that okay. this is like someone taking your money and doing whatever they want with it. Whereas femdom is someone using your money however they want, but you're still there or you're still seeing how it is being used. Right, right. Okay. So that was, so it was brought up in some of my research and that's why I was like, okay, as under the umbrella. Yeah. Under a larger, yeah. Of the chromatistophilia or whatever we're going to call it. This can definitely be a... Jesus Christ, do you have to pee in the middle of the episode? Into your own wine glass. <laughs> I, I didn't go during the break, so. Oh. <laughs> um, 
But I think, yeah, no, there definitely is a bunch of different kinds of um, paraphilias kind of like tying into this. And I think maybe being dominated is one of them, but femdom is actually like a whole different thing. Yes. I mean, it's related perhaps. And femdom is very intense. So my, yes. And so my question, because I had a lot of questions about this. Yeah, I think that this is great. And frankly, if any of our listeners are like, um, have knowledge about some of these, definitely write into us. But yes, please continue. Uh, Yeah, just use hashtag yes. If yes, and hashtag no, if no. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll look those up. Mary, go for it. Because uh, then my other question was, in a way, could people interested in this invest their money in stocks? And when the market's low, are they like, yeah, money's being taken away from me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being robbed by capitalism. <laughs> so hard right now. Like, my mind was like, huh. And Chris, I actually was like, we're being robbed by capitalism. I'm so turned yeah. on. So, yeah, if you are if you are communist, just, just move to the United States. You'll understand this fetish intensely. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about no, some. That was, like, that was like a jokey question, yeah. but like it was kind of like, it does. Huh, we I all, mean, all maybe so. It landed okay. It, but, it is an alternative view of this fetish where it's like, this is a way you can express this, possibly. We don't know. But I think there's an... I think, without, like, actually exposing yourself to the danger of it. With my... Yeah. With my understanding of this fetish, the whole point is the danger of the fetish. Or at least yes. the facade, the the veneer of, of a, you know, danger relating to this. So I think that the best kind of alternative that you can have is actually role-playing this scenario with your partner um, or partners. Um, you know, heck, you can be you know sneak around in an alleyway and just well yeah have them attack you because that would be i mean I, good little neighborhood fun i do feel like the the whole point of this fetish is the combination of the femdom thing with the danger of the uh non-consensual consent mm-hmm. and the, when those come together that's what makes this yeah, is like that, a spatial violation. But it's still not so much like consensual non-consent because there's not sex happening. A lot of times, I think that's the disconnect here. Um, I think that... But I think that that is what helps creates this fetish. The possibility that it could happen. The the possibility, the danger, that, that sense combined with this person is taking my money and using it how they want, mm-hmm. which is the core... Of the femdom that... Are you saying femdom or are you saying fin? Like a shark fin. Okay, you need to say financial. It is pronounced fem. F-E-M or F-I-N? No, it is spelled F-E-M. That's a totally... That's a totally different thing. That's why I've been like hesitant with y'all saying that at all. That's... Yeah. That's why I was very confused to start. Financial domination. F-I-N. Is what we're talking... Fin-dom. Dom, and fem, and it is pronounced and spelled femdom, and I was very confused about it at first too because I thought it was female domination or feminine domination, but it is actually. Can I just say I know how to pour a glass of wine way quieter than you? Uh, I know how to. <laughs> I know how to aerate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We gotta but, keep, uh, it, keep it tight, I, guys. I, I, this might get cut out, but uh, it is. It 
I we can look this up to be sure, but I do remember looking this up thinking it was feminine domination. F E M or M M E? F E M Dom. And when you look it up, it is actually defined as being a female taking away your money. Nope. No. Uh yeah, I don't think so. No. But I was keeping femdom and no, fem, femdom out of all of this. Yeah, it's purely a, a woman who takes a dominant role in BDSM activities. Well, then I read the wrong definition. It, that's all okay. Right. It's okay to be go wrong. Back and identify some of that because I may have to change a little bit. But let's let's specifically let's get back to robbing. Yeah, let's specifically focus on the fact that this is about robbery and about burglary and about mugging because that's kind of literally what's going on here is robbery of a person. And it's not even robbery of a place like a house or something. It can happen. Um, it's really you know more whenever it's happening to a person. So I think it's also about the threat of possibly being. Um, having like your, you know, personal space and your personal items, um, violated basically. Um, I think that brings us into how to practice this in a safe way, um, which I was going to say, definitely, um, be thorough and careful as you're explaining the kind of scenarios you're wanting to recreate or role play with your persons or people or whatever, uh, your significant others. I take issue with um, recruiting a stranger. Yeah. I think a, a, a better way to do it is to really almost commit to the role play with someone you know. Absolutely. It should definitely be somebody you trust because this is something that can possibly lead to um, a little bit of trauma. Yes. Otherwise. <laughs> I, I mean, I always go to worst case scenario, you know, yeah. of just recruiting someone online who's looking for someone. Yeah. And maybe they have a different fetish that is does not align with this. Right. Oh, yeah. It's always better to be safe than sorry. Yes. So definitely do this with someone that you're already familiar with, that you're already feeling safe around, that y'all can role play this um, in an effective manner. That kind of brings us into some of our final notes. Do you have any final notes that you should bring up or any other questions that you have, Mary or Chris? My only last question is... Um, if you're doing this with someone you trust and there's the whole risk of financial loss, does it get returned to them? <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I want to see you walking out of my house with a bag of money, but I want you to bring it back. Can you bring it back to me? <laughs> um, Interesting. So if it's, you know, we just spoke about if it's someone you trust or, hey, I want to act this out with you. But you can keep the money. Now we're talking about something different. I'm, you know, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure I have a little bit of an answer to that question. Okay. I know some people like to actually see it go because they get a kick out of knowing that, hey, I have provided this other person with some money and they're going to go spend it on whatever the hell that they feel like. And I'm not in control of that. And that, you know, is a turn on. So just in the research that I found. Yeah. Um, but other than Does that, that turn into sex work? Yeah, I don't know. Listeners, what do you think? We want to hear from you. Um, let's talk a few, a, a little bit about products. Do you have any products that you found that were intriguing this week, Mary? 
The only products I could find relating to this was bondage items. Really anything that's going to tie someone up, threaten them in a physical manner, Mm -hmm. um, keep them from resisting the robbery. Yeah. If you want, like, if you're really going to role play this, I think that it wouldn't be a bad idea to invest in, like, um, like a ski mask or something like that. Like, if you're going to go all the way through it, a balaclava... Uh Baklava? No, that's a whole different thing. You can bring me all the baklava you want. (laughs) It's delicious. Um, If you wear like a ski mask or if you want to put pantyhose over your head or something like there's, it's it's kind of limitless up to um, the level of creativity that you want to put into it. Do you want to use a rope? Do you want to use a zip tie? Do you want to um, actually have like, you know, money or something that that person is, or do you want to like explain to your partner? I don't know when this is going to happen, but sometime between this day and this day, this is going to happen. You know, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of like we talked about last week. You can really jewelry where they have to steal the jewelry off your body or you can have fake money. I've got fake money. <laughs> hey, we're going to play this game of Monopoly. I want you to sneak some money away from me. I mean, I've got I, all I your have, hotels in this bag. <laughs> I have movie quality fake money. Oh, Why? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Why not? Okay. Yeah, works good. Why? Because have- it was cheap, it was a dollar on Amazon for a hundred thousand dollars stack or whatever. It just feels nice to touch, right? To pet it. Yes, yeah. it's it. it's nice to leave it about and let people find it and think, "Holy shit! Why does he just leave ten thousand dollars laying around?" It's like, because oh, yeah. I have a first printing signed edition of Harry Potter in this backpack. Come and find me. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh. all right. I'll tell you guys, nerds. There's okay. All right. Um, enough of that. Um, let's talk about. That's not the for ten thousand dollars. FDI. The FDI are very, very unique. Um, I don't want to say grading process for thinking about how we um, observe this um, kind of kink, but I think it's important for us to really think about the dangers that are involved. Yeah, in it's this very unique because no one has ever, on the face of the planet judge things on a one to five scale. It's true. It's true. We're the first to do that. And so it's been a while since I've been on an episode of KinkCast. Can you please maybe refresh me? I gladly. I will gladly refresh you. Okay. So a one is something that we would say is pretty safe to do. Um, What is FDI? (laughs) FDI is the Fetish Danger Index. Oh, thank you. Thank you. A one is something, in my definition of it, Mm -hmm. something that is so benign that it doesn't belong on any sort of scale. Okay. It's very, very safe. Um, if it has some inherent risks, it's basically like common sense risks. Um, okay. So like that would be something like urolagnia. You're going to be encountering urine. You should probably use soap. All right? But yeah. There's okay, the yeah. danger of that. Um, no. That kind of all the way goes up to threes. Let's define what define what threes are. Um, I would say that, hmm, I don't know. What is a good three? I can't think of a good three. Tell a friend. (laughs) No. Where, for me, where it starts getting weird is, uh, in the fours and fives, those are when consent issues start to be a problem. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So where yeah. things that may or may Maybe not. Maybe four is a consent issue, five is a life issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, That's and, a very well, good definition of my scale. Yeah, actually. Um, and then like a, we don't even have a six, no. but anything higher than a five, we don't even really talk about. We don't even handle because that's absolutely not something we're going to condone or yeah. grade or, you know, give really a whole lot of airspace to. So, um, in the case of this particular fetish, as long as you're role playing it, I'm going to say this is a one. This is a one. Um, if you are not role playing it and you're actually putting yourself out in the world in a situation where you're hoping to get wrong, uh, like robbed because you want to get like, turned on i'm gonna say that's a four it's really not a great situation also i'm gonna say that when dana just said one chris and i both were just going well what mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean yeah, it's okay we could how is we, how is this a, no one? we can judge anything as a one if we're say well if you stay in your bedroom and you're safe about it it's a one if you're role-playing it I would disagree because even with the whole robbing thing, you're going to cut. Well, that's an assumption, but you might come away with bruises. Yeah. Because if you're really role playing it, you're going to fight a robber, maybe. It does. Or run well. away. It depends because, like, we already talked about that. <laughs> or At get naked. Point, we talked about it. <laughs> Here's like, my boxers for you. What have you been told to do, like, your whole life? If somebody robs you, yeah. let them take what they want. Like,. No, you whip your dick out. You See, th- do that, do that elephant dance. Now this is a very abstractive. Like, what's the fun in just giving it away without a fight? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I completely disagree. This I, cannot be a one. Oh, no, really? I, at yeah, all. I disagree too. Disagree with me, all you would like. That's Whoa. fine. Tell me what your numbers are. Then. I, I mean, I think this has to be like a four point five. Yeah. And since Tommy's no longer part of the show. He can't argue that, oh, half measures don't exist. Uh, But I think this is like halfway between like putting yourself in life endangering. Okay, are you talking about role playing or are you talking about like actually putting yourself in a situation where you could be robbed? No, I'm talking about this fetish. Oh, okay. All right. I think this fetish itself is you are putting yourself in danger. Like, yeah, you can role play it. But if we're also going to just say... Okay, you can roleplay anything. We do on a lot of these episodes. I know, but anything that you can roleplay can be a one then. Right. Which is why I had to say that. Yeah. But, like, this is a fetish that you have to have so much trust in someone else that even if you're roleplaying, you're putting yourself in such a precarious situation it I, has to be a higher one. I can give say me, they give me your numbers. We are okay to have yeah. separate numbers. We've 4. always 5. had different numbers. I would say muggings I would, in so much in yeah. death and murder. And I would pro- there are maybe two people on this entire planet I would trust role playing this with me mm-hmm. in a way that I would come away with it without trauma. Yeah. And so my concern isn't so much a life or death, but a trauma or. I hate to say PTSD, but a, a, a repercussion of it down the line of, oh, you know what? At the time I thought I wanted this Mm -hmm. and now it's really freaked me out. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't go 4.5. I mean, that is really high. That's pretty high. Um, just because even in the role play sense, it's gotta be someone who knows your boundaries even when you don't, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. 
It does. That's so, always something that you needed. I would okay. almost say, yeah, almost. <laughs> I'm going to do a half one, two, 3.54. That's totally fair. I think 3.75. I think, is this the furthest that we've ever been separated? Probably, because usually I, I tend to err on the higher side of numbers, and you're pretty low on some numbers. No, I, I mean, just overall across our whole show. I think show, so. I think, so. I, I think we almost always agree in the general term. I imagine this to be almost, oh, forgive me, this goes back to, I guess, my, like, your Disney princess dom, dom days, the days that I used to like dom other people, but like it almost seems like comical. Like, okay, we're gonna role play this, and you're gonna pretend to attack me. You know, like yeah. I guess that's how I'm envisioning it. Is it almost in a comical kind of sense? See, and you and I have a very similar background in that. Yeah, I I was gonna not hurry and bring this up. I've had an instance where he's like. I'm going to take you for what you're worth. And then we like had sex and I was like, Oh, and then I was like, I don't like this. Actually, let's not do this again. Yeah. 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 I don't. And, and it was kind of a, um, it was more, it was more like, Oh, you're surprising me in my house rather than the consensual non-consent fantasy. Right. Which is something I am more into. Right. Yeah. And, um, and it was, so I think that's probably where we differ in the, in, like you mentioned before, the kidnap thing. Mm-hmm. I was always kind of like, no, I'm going to find my way out of a kidnapping. Yeah. And it's a fine line between the two, I think. And it's and maybe that's why I rated it higher. I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. And I think that it's good that we have like a different rating system because Absolutely. really when it comes to like the role playing of a certain element of a kink versus yes. the I'm going to physically put myself in a dangerous part of the city with money in my backpack and hope somebody robs me so I can get turned on by it. Like that's a whole different game. And I'm really glad that we can kind of distinguish between the ways that we kind of see the dangers involved inherent in this yes. risk. Um, so yes. I just want to say, don't worry, Dana. The Dom days are over. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, the Dom days are over. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Um, I do have a couple of things I need to mention before we wrap up this episode. So we were contacted by a fantastic fan of ours, one of our favorite kinksters. Um, and actually, I need to correct a notion that I have mistakenly <laughs> held to since I was in junior high. Um, in episode 84, I, uh, that's our fart fetish episode. I joked about getting pink eye from a farted on pillow. I erroneously commented about the splash zone and getting farts in your eyes as being a way to get pink eye. Apparently that is not the case. And science would stand by the fact that that's not the case. Our listener, Aaron, let us know that. That is a very common misconception. You cannot get pink eye from being farted on. I would like to totally call out my boyfriend right now because he <laughs> convinced that these things called poo-poo flex exist. And that's not only where the smell of farts come from, but where pink eye comes well, from. And I have time and time again tried to present the science on this. And he goes, no, poo-poo flex are real. I mean, do poo-poo flex do exist? Well, I have but to that's say, only when you don't wipe. I just have to say, I stand Stop. corrected. 
my junior high self believed that the nonsense of of pink eye transmission was real, and now the truth has prevailed. I will no longer spread the pseudoscience of, of pink eye. <laughs> yes, okay. Aaron, thank you for letting us know. Yeah. We won't say your last name because we don't know if you want us to say that. But Aaron, you have corrected us. And we are wrong. And I appreciate it because I learned something. That's literally something I believe since junior high. <laughs> since I got pink eye and they're like, oh, somebody farted on your pillow. And I was like, I just came from camp. So, um, of course, I was like, of course, I got this at camp because somebody farted on my pillow. But it turns out that's total nonsense and rubbish. Yeah, and you were just working well, your eyes and dookie. And the movie Apparently. Knocked Up kind of perpetuated that yeah. lie. Did it really? Yes. Yes. Mm. There's that. But um, thank you, Aaron, because yes. uh, without this, we do not like to spread misinformation. Uh, we don't we like do, pedal puns, yeah, We do like to joke and have fun with our show, but we don't like to spread misinformation. And apparently we have been in our previous episode. So Aaron fixed that. Thank you, Aaron, and any other listeners who message us to let us know issues that we've had with our show. If you message us, we will address those issues yeah no it's something that i think we we care about a lot which is kind of nice like i like engaging with a lot of our listeners Sometimes you have you really have three people, people here that really love to learn yeah no and almost almost to a fault to like, a, i will literally do during the commercial break <laughs> to a fault we like to learn there's so, so much splooshing going on so much with learning brain gasms. What is it stuff. called when you're a sapiosexual? Yes. yes. No. I we maybe I'm I know I am one. I think we're a table of them. A table of sapiosexuals. Please continue to turn us on with your knowledge. You have information that's gonna correct something I've believed for the past like twenty years. Hit me. And I mean, actually hit me. <laughs> All right. Hi. Um, so I had a request also. Um, what color panties is everyone wearing today? Mine are black. Well, yeah, we did have a listener ask. What color you know, panties are you wearing today, Chris? You know Chris? what? I'm only going to reveal what I wear. If people, ask, if people ask in their reviews, five-star reviews only. What color panties are you wearing? Chris? Yes. Chris, I have lots of colored panties if you want to borrow some panties. I will... I have lots of styles of panties if you'd like to borrow some. I will not only reveal, I will take requests. (gasps) You have to leave a five-star review, though. (laughs) Because otherwise, I don't see those. I don't see anything less than that. Are you robbing them of their five stars? Taking it forcefully. They might be into that. Give me your five stars. If if you're into that, I'm not taking it from you. If you're not... And if anyone wants to buy some panties. <laughs> <laughs> they have traveled sea to shining sea. Mary, Mary, Virgin Mary, what color panties are you wearing? I am wearing a um, dark gray with a light gray motif. Oh, very nice. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. Very good. If you want to find out what Chris has... Stored. <laughs> oh, come on, Chris. You can give us a color. If you want to find out what Chris's is... Chris's is... Leave a five-star review. <laughs> Ask him, and you will see. Are panties only covering our lower genitalia, or bras included? Ooh, um, I think 
can bras are included. We can mention I will bras. Give Did you, say, mine. you said black, right? I said black. I can but see I'm your also bra. Blue. So oh, that's blue, blue. Blue on top. Yeah. Oh. Light, light, it's like a dark blue. I'll my, give away my bra for free. Like. That is super cute. It's uh-huh. lacy. It's, it's lacy. I saw lace. There's like some flesh colored mesh with some black lace. You can see my nipples through it if you're so inclined to be under my dress. Oh, Mary. Mm-hmm. She's like steaming up this episode. Yeah. And mine doesn't exist. Yeah. Not unless you can ask. Can you milk me, fucker? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this, our 95th episode um, of Kink Cast. And join us next week for episode 96. We're inching closer. Are we doing 96? Is episode 96 going to be next week? Who knows? We don't know what it might be. I'm guessing it's going to be a episode about a certain astrological sign. Oh. It could be that, too. Because we too. still have to get those two in while the astrological sign exists. So, if you were highly anticipating your astrological sign on this episode, we apologize. That will it's be coming out next week. That will be next week. I'll be back. But <laughs> if you would like to uh, give us a five star review, and we only accept five star reviews, Chris will tell you what color panties he's wearing. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five star review. We'd love hearing from you guys, and we do respond to you guys. So. Reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter at KingCastPodcast and then on Facebook at KingCastPodcast and then you can find us at KingCastPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely at Facebook and Twitter. We're trying to uh, reach out more with those things. Uh, Mostly mostly Facebook because everyone has Facebook. Also Twitter. Why not Instagram? We don't have a lot of pictures to post. I could find some. Do you want to be our Instagram runner? I could. So uh, we are about to hire Mary as our... Hire? You're going to pay me? (laughs) We'll pay you as well as our interns get paid. Aw, thanks. You can email it to my assistant, Alex. Would you like a glass of wine? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, that's how much our interns get paid? There's a wine intern. I know, right? But yeah, uh, we love hearing from you guys. If you have any corrections, we do accept corrections. As you heard, we'll be here. God, now you're sounding desperate. Just turn it off. I'm always desperate. I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white He would always win the fight Bang, bang He shot me down Bang, bang I hit the ground Bang, bang That awful sound Bang, bang My baby shot me down